Welcome to Craft Conversations, where I craft a conversation and I talk a little bit about craft beer. I am your host, Brian Dales, and on this week's episode, we had Josh and Christian from the Noisy Boys. And man, what a time we had. They invited me over to their studio and um, or their loft, their lair. I don't know. One of those things. They invited me over and we had a great time. Uh, we talked so long. I'm not even going to go into what we talked about. You just have to listen to it. There's plenty to listen to. So why not enjoy this episode? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we're good. We're doing All right. This. Well, yeah. since we're recording, I think we should just start off... Um, Talking about what we're drinking, just get that out of the way. I do that, you know, it's a show about uh, crafting a conversation, but also about uh, a conversation about craft beer. So what we were drinking today, I picked this up on the way here. That's kind of the reason I was late as well. <laughs> I had to get some beer. Um, so this is the Perfect Disguise. It's a double IPA from uh, Dogfish Head Brewing Company. And what's the description on this guy? It says, on the surface, the Perfect Disguise looks like a straightforward Kolsch with a crisp Kolsch yeast and traditional German malts and hops, but things aren't always what they seem. With a quick sniff and a slight sip, you're greeted by a creamy mouthfeel and a full body thanks to the addition of a unique German Chit malt. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds fun. The first hint that this beer may be something different. Uh, hiding deeper behind that German disguise is the double dry hopping of an American double IPA. With nearly four pounds of German and American hops per barrel, it brings tropical flavors of citrus, tangerine, mango, gooseberries, and peach. There you go. That's what we're drinking. 8% content. It's actually pretty fucking good. I don't, usually, I don't personally usually drink IPAs myself. Right. I also don't really have a care on what I drink, but it's actually pretty good for a change. He's also a girl. Yeah. yeah. Big vagina. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> fuck you. I like it. Tastes yeah, good. it's good. And uh, we're drinking it out of the bottle today, guys. Sometimes you just got to drink out the bottle, you know? Yeah. yeah you, want, you want this over here? Frosty. I'm good. We're not really I'm good. Um, but yeah, we're sitting here with uh, Josh and Christian of the Noisy Boys. Where did uh, where the name Noisy Boys come from? Let's just start there. Man. <laughs> you can take that one. Yeah. No. So um, we were so this all used to be downstairs um, in another room. So there's that uh, that couch and that couch weren't in it. Okay. But everything else was in it. And about a room half this size. Tiny yeah. ass room. Tiny ass room. We were fucking. When I got here, I was like, dude. Why isn't this studio in here? Anyway, fast forward. Um, we were painting or doing wallpaper, taking the wallpaper yeah, off. Trying to take wallpaper off. Trying to take wallpaper off of a wall is the dumbest thing in the world. Yes. Right. Whoever just... invented wallpaper is stupid. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So we just fucking, fuck it. We're going to paint over this. Yeah. Um, and then his brother was here at the time and we were painting it and, you know, doing shooting the shit. And one minute I'm just like, his brother's named Ronnie. And I was like in the studio trying to make some noise with Josh, Ronnie, and the rest of the boys. And ever since then, I just, I just stuck. When I see something, I roll with it. Mm -hmm. Took him a while to get on board. Took him a long while. (laughs) Took a long (laughs) while. For me to appreciate the name. But it, it was easy and it, it kind of just, in my opinion, from what I've heard, it sticks with people. Like it's easy to remember. 
Yeah, for sure. And yeah. he made the emblem, and then we made T-shirts, and it was, at that point, it was too far. To right. Once out. you started branding it, you're in. And then it yeah. started growing on us, and then it just kind of it does kind of represent like what we do, what we're doing, anyways, because it's more of like a not so serious, fun name. Yeah. Right. Was there a name prior to that? Was there a beginning name, or that was <laughs> the start? Josh Talent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We use like a uh, like a name generating um, website. Band, band generating yeah. website okay and you like put in all this other information and stuff like artists that are in the band and stuff like that and one of the things that came up was josh talent yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we've considered that introducing ourselves no. <laughs> <laughs> that. like yeah. josh josh talent and noisy boys well at the time yeah. i was like yeah that the works noisy boys formerly josh, <laughs> josh talent josh or whatever. <laughs> yeah so yeah. um just kind of rolled with it but and then also i expanded on that the catchphrase which took us a little minute to to actually get the the catchphrase, but finally nailed it down to you know for the noise. Mm-hmm. Um, on the card it says "Do it for the noise," and we originally truncated it because it's just for the noise, and that want that to be applied to everything. It just says exactly what we do, um, and the the versatility of noise really helps us. It could be a noun, it could be a ver- like adjective, like what do we do it for the noise? You know, we bring the noise. All this just the versatility just kind of worked out. Right. Um, from the branding aspect. So, nice. Yeah. Which, as a matter of fact, if anybody hasn't noticed, we're in the Noisy Voice Studios uh, instead of the Craft Conversation Studios. So I appreciate you guys having me. I appreciate yeah. you guys setting all this up yeah. and uh, putting it all together. It's going to be a good one, I think. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, one, once once you guys do all the editing, <laughs> it's going to save me a lot of work. <laughs> so I appreciate it. We'll no steal problem. this show. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Just this going to be fantastic. Yeah. And, oh, you know, by the way, if you didn't notice, the cameras are here, here, here. And there. Yep. Um, so I got it. You know. That's the most cameras ever on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call this the the camera episode. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Setting precedence. Yeah. So how'd you guys uh, meet each other? I mean, you guys friends forever, childhood friends, enemies, Basically, become friends. We uh, we met in kindergarten. Come on, really? way back when. Like, yeah. No shit. Seriously. Seriously. This We're fucking uh, dead serious. Curly headed fuck at the time. He had like this huge afro thing. Right. And I remember hanging out with him and his dad, and uh, and then I, I didn't. We didn't see each other until probably middle like school? high school. Oh, middle school, I think, somewhere. High schoolish. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh, I fucking you don't you remember me? And like you know, we started hanging out again after that. Yeah. yeah. From here originally. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Somerville. Uh, yeah. I'm from everywhere out like Somerville, North Charleston, all like Jedburgh. Yeah. yeah, it's same. Like the the stomping grounds, really more the North Charleston area, um, for me, and then moved to what uh, moved to West Ashley, then Mount Pleasant, and now Somerville. I never thought I'd be out here, to be honest. In Somerville, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but it's been good. It's been interesting. But nice. true shit. This is where everybody comes to save money. Yeah. What's that? This is where everybody comes to save money. Yeah, <laughs> Somerville. Right? Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of people coming in and out. So Other musicians in here as well, or just you two guys? Most. It wasn't originally, but yeah. so the the other thing about the whole noisy boys thing is we like try we end up inspiring people, and one of the roommates uh, that we have, T Dog, yep, T-Dog. he uh, actually Woo-hoo. just released his first single the other day on SoundCloud. Nice. But he moved in. He was like, I was working with him at Boeing, and uh, that's high class, by the way. Anyway, yeah, listening? high class. <laughs> But he moved in, and he was like, yeah, I don't do any music or whatever. And I guess he used to do beats with his buddies. And then he just, I told him, I was like, you can just come in and record anytime you want. And he's got like, I don't even know, like 20-some songs now right. that he's 
almost done with. And we're mixing and mastering them and pushing them out of here. Nice. So he like came in with no like idea of doing music and then started getting here. And we got a, another roommate, Aaron, who's uh, trying to get me to help him out in here doing singing and stuff like that. Right. So the studio is actually a studio. I mean, oh. you're actually recording stuff out of here and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and releasing it. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to get more people to come through. Right now we're doing like really cheap prices just to get people to just come in. And then once we get a couple like uh, songs pushed out, then we're going to start charging normal prices. Right. <laughs> so is that the plan? I mean, what, what's the what's the big goal? Is it to, to be a big? Uh, well, you you mentioned rock group. I mean, is that what you consider yourselves a rock group? Um, rock rock core, like rock hip hop, uh, a little bit of everything. Right. Um, really, a band, <laughs> not even a band. <laughs> well. We're yeah, the way I've described you guys is like uh, Chris Daltrey meets Linkin Park is the way I describe you yeah. guys. Uh, I mean, that's fair. I don't know if that's good or not. If that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll work. Thing, yeah, but, it'll work. Yeah. Um, the Linkin Park actually, we got we got that the first time through you guys. That was a that was a yeah. nice, pleasant surprise. Because um, back in their day, you know, they were more hardcore and stuff. Um, we kind of mess around with everything. Um, and we've gotten Eric Church and Linkin Park, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. Which BC honestly, boys. like guitar and music wise, it we're because um, I do most of the music side of everything, and I'm kind of aiming most of our stuff towards like that funky Chili Peppers kind of vibe. Even right. though, like lyrically, it's not the same. But yeah. But I guess my question was: Is that what the future is for you guys as as a band, or is it the the studio? I mean, do you want the to do recording and band. help the other band. people out? Band. The band yeah, is the first. That's and why foremost. we haven't fully tried to bring a bunch of people on because we want to focus on ourselves first and really get that band down, and then also go along with helping other people too. So the cross branding, though, that's why the the we just stuck with the Noisy Boys Studios, but also call us Noisy Boys. Easily, you could just it's all. At first, to some, it might be confusing. Like, are they a studio, blah, blah, blah. But it sticks with you. Like, you just, Noisy Boys, Noisy Boys Studios, blah, blah, blah. No differentiation. But definitely the band. Right. So. And it's just the two of you guys, right? I mean, you do some some playing around with some other music in the background. I mean, what do you do? You loop, you loop some stuff in. I think you told me, right? I mean, you got you play the guitar. You do the, the rapping. But then yeah. you also have some background percussion that you throw in and things like that. Or Yeah, we... Or is there third, so we, fourth people? For the longest time, we haven't had a, we haven't had a drummer or a bassist or anyone else. So it's been us, and we like record everything in the studio and make the drums and stuff like that. And then I bring a loop pedal with drums and pretty much backing tracks, and we play to that. Right. Um, so like you guys just, are going to be at homegrown eventually, and yeah. it'll just be you two guys, but you'll have that backing track stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We actually just found a drummer that is really promising. Yeah. And yeah. hoping it like sticks because we've also come to the terms that we don't really need a bassist until somebody is excited to be a bassist instead of being like, "Come on!" Come yeah, the, the biggest thing is is really finding, and we understand it's not the fucking easiest thing to do to just be like, "Hey, I'm gonna be part of a band and just uproot yourself." But having people that are committed and steady has been the hardest thing. So like for us, we have the luxury of. We've known each other a lot. We know we're loyal. Like, we're serious as fuck about this. And that's what we're trying to show people. Like, this isn't just, we're not just all open mics and we're not, like, we're, we're serious about this. We grew up around it. We're about it. Yeah. Like, 
So the hardest part is figuring out how to do it without other people. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be just a guitarist, singer, and a rapper. And a rapper. Yeah. Right. So how? I mean, I know you said you've known each other for a long time and, and kind of reconnected, but how did you guys put those two styles together? I mean, how did you say, "Hey, this is something that works. Um, I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Let's put it together and do it together." Well, how did that come about? It's actually so I, interesting. I because uh, I've, I've started playing music whenever I was like, I don't know, seventeen. Taught myself guitar. Taught myself how to sing, and then uh, went through a stint of like. Trying to do music in New York didn't work, so I actually joined the Marine Corps to pay for my own studio stuff. That was, like, one of my main goals was to, you know, for funding and then also, like, school and stuff like that. So when I was in the Marine Corps, I was doing music on my own, and I'd do, like, blues rock kind of stuff. And uh, put out my first album, and then I put out my second album whenever I got back here. And then he came up to uh, – he, I think he moved in here, and then he said – Oh, it goes way back before some of this. But well, I'll this say, is my side yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And one day he was like, "Hey, so here's a bunch of lyrics that I write all the time." And um, I literally gave him like a fucking book, a book <laughs> of like, lyrics. Here's a book of lyrics I write. Yeah. And one thing I'm really good at is just taking other people's lyrics and kind of just turning them into a song. So I did that with a with mm. a couple of them and stuff like that. And then uh, Dude, that was actually a really good one. We haven't worked on that in a while. Um, Actually, the first song that we wrote together is called What the Cat Dragged In. And it's funky. It's like weird and funky, but kind it was of, just kind like... Kind of jazzy, right? Bluesy? Yeah. Jazzy. Bluesy, jazzy. But it was like one night we were just doing what we used to do is everybody would get drunk every weekend and party and people would just be here partying and we're just hitting some stuff on the guitar and started writing lyrics. Yeah. We actually, we used to do a, a thing we had... I think, was it Alexis? Mm-hmm. What was her name? Yeah. Yeah, Alexis. We had like three or four people that were just here. And we were all like sitting in the studio, drinking and hanging out. And we were just playing, just throwing lyrics mm-hmm. out in the air. And then just writing stuff. Vib- right. Vibing out. Yeah, that was a good good little minute. Yeah, We're trying one. to actually get back into that in like the Somerville area. Just getting a bunch of musicians to just come hang out one night and just write a song. Put everybody's name on it. Put it out. And then... Because, you know, that's what they do in Nashville yeah. and other places like that. They get a whole bunch of musicians come together and write a song and put it out and everybody gets a piece of the pie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely big on the big, like, every, have a big pie and everybody get a little small piece of that and a small pie and get a big piece of that. But, like, oh, shit, there was something I was going to say to that. I don't know where your side of the story was. <laughs> oh, that? Yeah. Fuck, hold on. <laughs> oh. uh, shit, I just lost my train of thought. That's okay. Yeah. If I'm another train. <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying, like, it. So, my dad, like, we, we, also, we also have people that have been in the music industry and stuff. My dad's a um, was a music producer for the Backstreet Boys for, like, the longest time. Um, and now he's a local drummer. Um, and I've always just really loved music, too. But as, what I'm really going back to is. You know, before we hopped on really doing this, like, I mean, we would always hang out and, like, randomly just jam together. He's got a, uh, you had a, or your uncle had a, um, on the beach. Oh, condo? Yeah, condo. Family. And we would, like, jam, and when we would do our partying thing, we would always end up jamming stuff. Um, I'd always try to keep, like, a rhythm guitar, um, because he's, he's fucking nasty at just 
ripping making, it. Making just ripping it. <laughs> um, so I played guitar for a while, um, and then I kind of stopped that. My dad forced me to play drums when I was younger. As a adolescent, I refused, uh, which I kind of resent now because I love fucking watching him play uh, drums, my dad. But then the one thing with the lyrics and why what I thought this would vibe well with is like, you know, you mentioned Linkin Park. I really like Linkin Park, but I've also personally like rock as well. Um, so I, there's a lot of underground music I listen to with uh, like really hardcore, like rock rap. Um, and one big dude now is Hyra the Hero. Um, he's a really dope dude on tour right now. There's another one that's called Grandson, all these underground artists. And that's the one area I never saw myself, honestly, being a rapper or anything like that. But I'm also a dude that's like, fuck it. We could do whatever. Like, just apply yourself. I'm big on that. And people fucking hate. I'm a little too big on it sometimes. I'm just like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Right. <laughs> like, just do it. Um, but even smaller than that is just lyrics themselves. I really gravitated towards. I've always used to share them and no one ever really paid attention. So I just felt a vendetta to myself of just like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna fucking do this. This motherfucker can play the hell of a fucking guitar and play music. I already know that. So let's just fucking mash this shit together and let's fucking do this. Right. So, yeah, yeah and that's a good way to put it. It's a mashup yeah. of sorts. But because <clears throat> we also do, we don't strictly do just rock guitar stuff too. We also have yeah. like Broken Home. We let, released that yeah, we a couple months that. ago. We surprised dropped that. And it's like a, like a beat that I had made and then. He rapped on it, and I did a hook on it, and then um, it's just, we pretty much just do whatever the hell we want, and then release it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if, if we don't release it as Noisy Boys, release it as Josh Davidson and Lyrical, and yeah. we just right. don't really want to stick in a genre. We're just going to throw a bunch <clears> of <throat> shit out there. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on your Spotify thing. So you, you got, uh, what, it's 150,000 yep, downloads, yeah. plays? What is that? Streams. What's that number? Streams. Streams? Yep. That's, that's just Spotify. Yeah. And that's, that's, Spotify. And that's between... Your album, your mm-hmm. album, and then a combined album, right? Is yeah. that mm-hmm. three of them or four of them or something I saw? Right. No, right now it's just, those were all singles. Okay. So those were yeah. just four singles that we put out. Okay, just singles. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not albums at all. No, no, no. Those are just the four singles. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, my, my first album was nothing like I want to do anymore. My second album was terrible. So we're just focusing on the new singles and everything, which are like industry quality kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Okay. And yeah, and that's the formula that it's always going to be. You're going to stay in your lane as far as guitar and lyrics, and you're just going to you're going to rap. I mean, is there going to be any more than that oh, ever? Man. Right now, because that's like it seems like that's the maximum of what we can do right now. Mm-hmm. But we always like to delve in because I mean, apart from that, I mean, you know, he's we worry about the finances, the branding. Like I handle the videos and marketing. He handles the music and paint finances of of building this. So I'm we're never against expanding our talents and doing certain things but right now that's that's the crutch you will see me rapping on one of these songs here soon though oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, anything in music i'll end up doing whatever in in music whether right. it's rap sing or i don't know spoken word whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got uh i'll do it he's got kind of another name uh called mr hook because he'll try to just come on and throw a chorus or a hook on any of the songs he's actually yeah. on he's Featured on um, our buddy T Dog's uh, High Class. Um, yeah, he, he's the. You're the reason he called it High Class, wasn't it? Because of the yeah. <laughs> well, he had some lyrics, and I came in here. One of those weekends, I was drunk as hell, and I came in here. I was like, "Dude, let me throw this on there." And I recorded it. <laughs> recorded. It, I was like, 
auto-tuned shit out of it. And then that's still the the recording that's on his track was when I was hammered. And I was yeah. just like, bah! So it's yeah. funny because auto-tune fixed everything, but it sounded great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very cool. Because I'm also trying to get a bunch of other people in here and then trying to get, like, if they need guitar or whatever. So um, anything I need to learn for us to do whatever, I'm going to try to do. Yeah. Musically. Hey, where do you all play around town now? I mean, where'd you get started? What's with some of your original joints that you started playing? Um, Persimmons Cafe was one of the, whenever I got out of the Marine Corps and moved back here, Persimmons Cafe was the, over yeah, well, in Somerville. Let's, let's back up. Can we go into that for a second? So the Marine Corps, what'd you do in there? I was a Or how long mechanic. were you in? What'd you do? What was it? Uh, aircraft mechanic for okay. the CH-53s. All right. So the Iron Horse. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was five years. Okay. And what made a, you go into the Marine Corps? Um, I was actually dipped into the Navy for eight months to go Navy SEALs. And uh, right before I was supposed to leave, um, I ran away to New York. And I was homeless up there for like a month and a half after some other stuff. But then I came back, got a job here, and realized that I wasn't doing anything with myself. So I went with the next best thing to the Navy SEALs and went into the Marine Corps. Okay. So, But my whole goal whenever I joined was to... Uh, you know, get the school benefits, and uh, while I was in, use the money, like, whatever money that I get to pay for all my studio stuff. So, like, this desktop I bought whenever I got in and started recording a bunch of my other stuff on there and, like, learning all the programs and okay. everything like that. And then I met... So you had a goal in mind. I mean, yeah. you knew what you were, you were doing with it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you, it, so the five years, you knew you were getting out Yeah. from the get-go. So the, the other... I was a helicopter mechanic, and my original plan was to do the music stuff, but to also get out and work at Boeing whenever I got out. And I actually wanted to work at the propulsion plant over here. And I got out, ended up in exactly the place that I wanted to be the day I joined the Marine Corps. That was my plan. And I was exactly where I wanted to be whenever I got back here. And then after two years of being there, I realized that it was stupid, and I didn't want to do that anymore. So then I quit, and... Now we're just doing this, just music. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's funny to see that my, my ultimate goal was one thing, and then I got it, and I was like, this isn't what I actually wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, the reactions to that statement of him quitting his Boeing job are always <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Everyone's like, like what? money. <laughs> but you don't realize that money is stupid until you don't ever have any time to spend it and all you're well, doing is stacking it. Right. He was, he was yeah. also working the night shift too. We were trying to we were trying to do this stuff and it just wasn't quite working with what we had going on. Can't do either. shows. Yeah. Anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean this is a full commitment. If we were still at that pace, which there's lots of people that do work around certain like certain certain stuff like that. But I mean, you know, we're we're not in high school so we're trying you know, trying to bring up that pace to you know be successful musicians and not be fucking like 60 like just we want to do this yeah yeah so yeah the other the other part while i was in the marine corps is i worked with the, uh <clears throat> my best friend at the time dalton um he was my drummer he's the one that i started doing a bunch of shows in north carolina where i was stationed and uh we would play shows all around there like biagios and um but North- Lejeune, Cape yeah. Lejeune, yeah, yeah, well, New River, but the same yeah. basic thing. And uh, we started doing shows over there. So actually, because I got a 
got to know a bunch of the restaurants and bars and people over there. So whenever we came back here and we started doing the Noisy Boy stuff, we've actually been doing better going up to North Carolina yeah. and doing stuff like uh, up in Surf City. Trailer Bar is like one of our like one of my favorite places to play. Okay. And then uh, the Dirty South was another great place they, I love to play. They yeah they 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 welcome us a lot. Um, they unfortunately aren't reopening. Oh, wow. I heard. Yeah, I mean, I would love if they did, but yeah, that they, place is awesome. They never booked us to play, but we just showed yeah. up one day and played four days straight. We all, we <laughs> and then we up. came back again, and they let us play another like I don't know, like two days or something like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we did like a stint where we go from Surf City to Wilmington to Charlotte to Asheville, and they just they love us up there. Yeah, and then you know, trying to do anything local in the local area, it's a little more difficult. Come to see. Because you, people know local, your you mean Somerville? Yeah. Or are you talking low country in general? Like low country in general. Low country in general. Really? It's tough? Well, from it's the original music standpoint, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a cover town. Really? Well, I also see it as like your friends and family are here, and your friends and family aren't going to see you as somebody important to see. At least that's what I think. They're like, oh, you know, Josh is going to do his thing. Or, you yeah. know, not like, hey, I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to that Shinedown concert. Like, hey, we're going to go to that Noisy Boys concert. Because you kind of become more of a name than you are as a person. So you feel like up in North Carolina, you're nobody and people are coming out to see nobody. Yeah. 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 Well, somebody's. But you know what I'm saying. But but here you're you're somebody and people are just coming because, hey, I know these guys. It's not really for the love of the music. Exactly. It's just to be a friend. That's why something like a listening room like you have. Those are awesome. I really, yeah. you know, you're not background music. You're, yeah. you're actually like, yo, this is awesome. There's like, or it might not be good, but at least you, we have your attention. Yeah. Like respect. That's, that's one of the reasons. Cause, uh, I love <clears throat> that homegrown brew house. Cause we're supposed to play there March 7th, but it's yeah. only a, it's only a two hour show. Yeah. Which means that I can do original songs for two hours. Because yeah. everything else around here has to be a three-hour show, which means I have to play a bunch of covers and all this other stuff like that to kind of, like, fill the time. And mostly around here, like, pique people's interest and everything because they're not there to listen to you. They're there to right. do them and just... But, I mean, it's kind of a thing music. where you got to kind of feel the room out, too, sometimes, yeah, right? I mean, if you're in there and you can tell people are kind of losing interest, you can throw a cover in there to kind of yeah. pick them back up a little bit and something yeah. they can sing to, whatever. He is good at Performing covers, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> where we haven't been, we just we don't we don't want to get stuck in that bubble. Yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, and that yeah. was the cool thing about Homegrown originally is we were only doing original tunes because uh, we didn't have the licensing or anything like that. Uh, you know, the ASCAP and all these other licenses mm-hmm. to play cover tunes. So um, it was cool. People would come in there and do the original stuff. You know, yeah. but now we've expanded and you can do a little bit of both. But it's great that you mentioned ASCAP. Because a lot of, you know, we want people to also know that we do music, but it's not all just fun and games. Like, it's also a business. Yeah. Like, you know, and people, when you have establishments like that, that know ASCAP and BMI, those are, to anybody watching, it's performing rights organizations. Definitely look it up. Um, A lot of knowledge spent the first year doing all this stuff, looking all that stuff up. Um, But that it's. It is a business, so like you know, we're not just here dicking around. We're, you know, we're making the videos, we're making the branding. You know, we're talking to people. Josh is networking. I'm networking and doing those things. You know, so I just always very. I like that people know that shit. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the reasons why we stopped 
playing, like you said, where, where do we play around here? Persimmons used to be one that we would play all the time, but it was like a, you know, cafe kind of thing. Where <clears> people <throat> would come and eat and it would just be there. Or a couple other places. It just kind of, was it the Ari's thing about the... Ari Hurston? The 30, oh, 30 points or something yeah, like that? 30 points. Ari Hurston. Great fucking yeah, dude, by the way. It's like... Um, the money that you get from it, how much you enjoy it, and then publicity, mm-hmm. and you give a ten point scale on each one. And if you don't get over fifteen, then you don't do the the gig. Right. So we kind of stopped playing any kind of like little cover cafe shows and stuff like yeah, that. That makes yeah. sense, and it's good that you've come to a point that you can do that. You know. Yeah. 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 So like when we did, we did a uh, for um, my True You single release. We did a a big thing and did nothing but original songs and everything we did it at tin roof yeah and that's when we do big events like that that's when like the people in our local area want to come to instead of being like you know come this saturday and then this sunday and then this monday this tuesday thursday keep coming to see our same show over and over again in the same area yeah gets kind of we want to go on tour like yeah yeah but tin roof is actually one of the spots like if you're talking locally, that is one spot. They're they so nice to us. <laughs> yeah, they're nice to us. They're nice to all their like all their performance. Um, the sound guy's great. Uh, Todd, uh, fuck, I forgot his last name, but Todd's, Todd's amazing. Yeah, Todd's, <laughs> Todd's amazing. Um, yeah. But have you, do you know about Tin Roof? I know Ashley? about it. I've gotten invited out there many times. A good friend of mine, bartends out there. Chris Filan, um is out there quite often. He he's a musician as well. He's getting ready to open up a, a House of Brews West Ashley over in uh, West Ashley. Mm-hmm. There's one in, in Mount Pleasant. He's opening up a second location there. But mm-hmm. but it, but to answer your question, no, I haven't been there. I've gotten uh-huh. invited many times, and I keep missing it because. I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, you know, yeah, the, the yeah. music nights of town. That's when people are playing. So it's hard for me to get out and see a lot of live music. Well, if you can, uh, I'd recommend checking it out. Yeah. <laughs> we had our release show on Tuesday in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's it, Tuesday? Yeah. When's your, your birthday was Tuesday. I'm pretty sure it was Tuesday. Yeah, we released it for his birthday. Crazy thing about that fucking, if you want to know about his release party. Yeah, sure. Um, we were, we had some people helping us uh, out trying to yeah. like promote it and stuff and things weren't panning out we had a sponsor we had um we had a, a guy helping us out trying to promote it and things just didn't work out and people were like ah guess it's not gonna happen and we're <laughs> like what we're, we're not gonna happen the venue we don't have a venue of all this, all the shit nice people we're not dogging them on the people they are but we're like this still needs to happen for us. This is business. Yeah. So I spent the whole fucking next day, 24 hours, calling everybody I knew. I was like, yo, um, can we do something? And I finally hit up Tin Roof. Last thing I actually fucking hit up. Um, and at that time, we didn't really know him too well. Um, but uh, I called them. I called the sound guy. And uh, they called me back. And they're like, yeah, we can we can do it uh, for you guys. Like, within a matter of 24 hours. And then we... We got it up. We were able to. We were able to do. It. They, they treated us really well there. So nice. it was really cool that they were able to turn around because they didn't have to. They could have had another show. Yeah. They could have had anything going on, but they they fit us in. So it was a really cool experience. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting over there eventually. And, and my my roommate and his band has played over there a couple of times as well. But I just can't make it. Yeah. I just can't make it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get there eventually. I mean, it's a truck from here to fucking downtown. You know, we go what. Been over here, yeah, yeah. It's but nice. we're also more secluded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So you still work for Boeing? Nope. You dropped that. Okay. Yep. Last year. 
Do you mind? I'm going to go grab another beer. Anybody want one? No, go ahead, man. I'm good. I'm you good. good. You good? I'm in. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Want water or anything, man? No, I got water down here in my cup. Appreciate it. But, um, yeah, so I kind of don't want him to miss out on the conversation, but so speaking of music venues, there's something coming up at the poorhouse too, right? Isn't there something y'all are doing with those guys or have you played there before? We haven't played there. Um, we're, we were looking to get into the poorhouse once we finished this album we're working on, but, uh, nine to five magazine okay. actually did a, we did an interview with them and, uh, we're in their magazine and everything, but they're, is that a local Somerville magazine yeah. or a low country magazine or what yeah. is it? They're uh, local. Um, they're having a a party for the magazine release or whatever over at the poorhouse. Okay. Um, he would know more about this, but yeah. uh, yeah, they have they have a bunch of other bands playing over there and everything like that. Um, yeah, he knows more about this whole right. thing. The poorhouse, nine to five magazine. Oh, yeah. What's the question? <laughs> I was uh, asking about what was going on over there because it is it's their second. Fifth. The fifth? Fifth edition. Fifth edition. <laughs> no, second, yeah. Fifth edition. Yeah. And it's, this, this one's called the... Uh... But no, we were just talking about music venues, so I, yeah. I brought up the Poor House, because I, I thought you had mentioned something about the Poor House, uh, so he was just telling me about the 95 yeah. magazine and all that. Yeah. Well, one, did you mention Josh had never been over there. you never been over there, what, till like a month ago? I actually yeah, I've only been there twice. That place is great. The Poor House? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, that it, place is to amazing. me, it's it's the best place for music in town. I didn't know I've lived here my whole life, and I've only been there twice in the past, yeah. like, Two months. We kind First of time ever. blossomed late into the whole like, <laughs> music, like really embracing the music thing. Yeah. It was just funny because I always thought it was just me. And then I was like, oh, Josh kind of did it too. And I was like, oh, well, I guess this is our fucking time in music. But uh, yeah. I have a lot of musician friends. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking, the, the poor house. That place is dope. Uh, right. So that's going to be a party. So when is that? Do you know the date uh, on that? Yeah, that's March 29th. March we're, 29th. Uh, we're... F- I mean, you're middle of telling it. So. Yeah, well, I was obviously wrong. Oh, <laughs> about okay, the edition yeah, so and everything. It's the fifth edition, um, and it's actually called the Golden Issue, which was really fucking cool. We got on the Golden we Issue. We got on the Golden <laughs> Issue. Um, but yeah, so that's Noisy Boys is in there. Um, Taylor, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Zawinski. I might be fucking butchering that. Right. She's the photographer um, and owner of that of the company. And uh, she was really cool, um, but she does a complimentary um, photo shoot or interview, one of the two, um, with it. So we get, well, that was our first interview as Noisy Boys in this editorial. It's a seasonal editorial. Um, comes out every quarter, and we're in the spring edition. Yeah, nice. cool. So they just uh, they showcase just businesses around town. I mean, that's what the magazine's all oh, about. Oh no, 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 it's all it's um it's just musicians, got... artists. Just okay, artists. Yeah, just yeah. musicians and artists. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think. Pretty sure. I'm not even speaking. <laughs> actually, I, 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 I might not look at that. It's around the arts. I'm pretty sure arts musicians. We could know. be wrong, but we're promoting them either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nine to five magazine. Nine to five. Look them up. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post a link in the show notes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so somebody can look it up. But yeah, well, that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking poorhouse, man. Used to be music farm was my favorite place to go. Once I found the poorhouse and their sound, their lighting, just the space, yeah. the people, the food, the beer, just everything. The whole ball of wax is. They're they doing have two it right. stages, which is fucking cool. Like we would love to get on there. I don't give a fuck for the main stage or the side stage or whatever. Like, yeah, the outside stage is just as great. I yeah. mean, yeah, free show out there. Hell yeah. Why not? Oh. 
forgot to mention, it is 7 p.m. March 29th, $5 tickets. So. Oh, for the show? Yeah, for the show. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. It's going to be fun. March 29th. I think I've got that date in an email already, but I'm going to write that down. Yeah. See so if I can get out Friday. there. And then you said March 7th at Homegrown, right? Yep. Yep. And that'll be an 8 to 10 show. Yeah. Cool. So what do you do on the side? I mean, you got a day job? Oh, just this. Just this. <laughs> yeah, man. We're, we're fucking, when we said we're doing this, we yeah. said we're doing this. Just quit everything and <laughs> yep. put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's um, cool, man. That's how you make dreams happen, you know? Yeah. People get scared and they 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 kind of just push, pump the brakes on it a little bit instead of just going right into it. Absolutely. I yeah. mean... If you don't, if you're not serious about it, and you're not serious, whatever your dream is, like, you can see that being scary, but we're not, like, we're very serious about it. If we were just like, yeah, we just do music side thing, then I'd see maybe, like, it might be, you know, keep your day job or do whatever, but no, nah, we're, like, we're serious about it. But as far as the question goes, um, I used to work for tech companies um, doing senior quality assurance. Um, and I was treated well and whatnot, but at, at the end of it all, I ended up getting laid off a couple of years ago. Um, and at that time, I was actually having like a lot of anxiety. Um, I was like, something's not right. I wanted to step down. They wouldn't let me step down. So I was like, all right, cool. But because I was feeling something, I wanted to go do more. And a week later, I got laid off. I was like, well, fuck. I guess the universe is telling me I need to do this. So it was actually kind of good timing. Um, and then that's when we started just fucking, it went from like this to let's fucking do this. Let's take off the fucking yeah. yeah. It kind of came in like a bulldozer a little bit, but you know. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes that's what you need is that push, you know, that's, that's something, whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, magical to happen and, and push in that direction. And then, like I said, you got to put all your energy into it. If you don't, yeah. it's probably not going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, you got, you can't just go in half-assed. Yep. Yeah. And don't chase after things you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a lot easier to do this whenever you don't have a whole bunch of excess bills that you didn't need to begin with. That was exactly. the big thing about both of us. Like financially speaking, we've always like looked at you know, just we've always looked at our finances really well and managed that really well. Um and then I never look at anything like I mean he you know, his expertise in from Boeing and all that stuff, engine like motherfucker builds all kinds of shit. Sometimes a little too much. He's like, yeah, let's just go buy that shit. You know, it's a, it's worth it. He wants to build fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. And he's handy at it. I don't get, I don't, I don't discredit him for that. <laughs> we, but right. I'm like, dude, we had a, try, trying to make things simpler, you know, like a, um, when you go do li like little small gigs and people roll up and they have to set up all your speakers and all this other stuff like that. Instead of doing that over and over again, they, they sell, you know, like gig boxes that you can just throw all your equipment in and everything like that. And I was like, nah, I'm going to build something. So I built this fucking wooden box that was so heavy. That's what I was about <laughs> was, to say. Yeah, I, tried, was I, tried, I tried to tell him, like, yo, dude, you don't. We have, like, he didn't. I guess I didn't communicate it well. But that, that right there, that box, like, I that knew of those. Beautiful. I knew Amazing. Those. Now. I knew of those from just watching concerts and my dad being, I was like, I just, I never really communicated <laughs> it well. I'm like, dude, you don't need to build this fucking box. It worked for a moment, but. <laughs> yeah. It was cool when you don't have to go upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It was great. Yeah. You still got it? 
Yeah. 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 Everything, exactly. everything was like Velcroed down and all that stuff like that, so you could lay it on its back and none of the equipment flopped around everywhere. The people who saw it actually liked it. Like, it's it's usable. It's cool it's, that, like, right, just doors and stuff, materials. you could flip the doors yeah. open and you could do whatever you want, like, promotion-wise on all the doors and stuff. Yeah. yeah. If I had a little baby generator in there, I would still use it, because I'd just yeah. roll it around town and be like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> nice. But, I mean... The, like those expertise fucking really helps with a lot of those things and I, I learned a lot from my QA stuff, like all like the video the video fucking and marketing and all that stuff. We just we learned a lot of this shit on our own. We yeah. just was like yeah. just building stuff. Like I'm very detail oriented, so I just I handle that and all the stuff we do. So there's there's a lot of things, you know, growing up, applying life to life. <laughs> right. So. so how did y'all get into all this stuff? I mean, how did you figure out uh, video and audio and splicing and well, the, editing and putting all this shit together. Yeah, the the audio stuff, like I said, whenever I went in the Marine Corps, I bought this and started learning how to use like Logic Pro and started doing all my own stuff. And then uh, we, uh, I got out and started diving more into it. And then uh, we started working with a guy in California doing all of our like mixing and stuff. And then just, you know, what I started, I started to realize that the music industry isn't really like a, like, hold on to all of your secrets kind of thing. Everyone's kind of, you just, everyone just talks. There's really no secrets. Everybody's trying to build off of each other anyway. So, yeah. like, I was, like, talking to him and being like, you know, well, our equipment is this and this. And he's like, you should get this stuff. You should get this. Um, AJ After Party. Shut up. In California. This is pretty much, Noisy Boy Studios is pretty much a... <laughs> A sub company of AJ After Party when you think about it, because like our audio interfaces and like our microphones and everything, he's been like, "You should get this, Whoa, you should get that." Not, not that microphone. He, not doesn't want, he doesn't want his name he hates on that the microphone. Aston microphone. But that microphone you're on, yeah. that shit has changed Roswell our life. Yeah. That thing yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it's but, uh, the gear. Like gear, I'm not, all the gear stuff. Yeah, he he's a little more versed in the gear aspect. But to any uh, any artist watching this. Your gear is fucking important. <laughs> yeah. Your gear It'll is cha- important. That microphone changed all yeah. of our recordings. Yeah. And uh, that and uh, working with uh, another, just working with other studios, because we did uh, True You. I did that at Hybrid Audio Solutions. He did one of his songs at Hybrid. Yep. And just thing. going there and just watching their <clears throat> process and like learning stuff kind of helps us over here. And uh, I used to think it was like corporate espionage kind of thing, but... You know, it's the same things you find everywhere. It's just seeing somebody else do it, and you end up doing your own way anyways. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then... Uh, it's all a very helping community. Costello Studios <clears throat> over here in this area. We're working with them right now doing, like, mixing um, courses and stuff like that. To, because you can always learn more. Yeah. That's, a, that's what I'm realizing. Even the people that we work with to send our stuff to, they're like, oh, I just learned this the other day. I'm like, well, you've been doing great mixes for us. So yeah, apparently yeah. you can always learn something else. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. And I'm, I'm definitely learning yeah. big time. But and it's kind of like the craft beer you know, industry. I mean, most businesses out there, they're kind of at each other's throats. They're trying to kick the other one out. They're trying to get a monopoly and do things. But craft beer is very collaborative the mm-hmm. same way the music mm-hmm. is, I think. Yeah. And podcasting and anything else. I mean, people are trying to Free. collaborate and do stuff together instead of separating each other. I think that's a big thing about America corporate america it's yeah. always about winning against the other versus fucking, them yeah mm-hmm. instead of like yo let's work together we can all fucking win yeah. <laughs> like right yeah like because when yeah. you think about it that's like the, the same thing with like music if 
you got all these songs that are the same four chords throughout the whole thing, but they don't even sound like the same songs. Yeah. So you could do the same thing over and over again and just tweak something little and it becomes something completely different. So there's no point in really hiding anything. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things that just like out of etiquette you kind of do. Like you don't want to drop your entire discography. Like, you know, because you'll get, people will get bored. Like if you drop a hundred songs tomorrow, you're not going to let, like, unless you're a diehard fan, you're not going (laughs) to listen to all hundred songs right now. You you want a little bit after a while. So like just certain things. And that's, that's all that kind of business stuff we've learned. Um, You know, not forcing shit down people's throats, but also owning like, hey, we're dropping this song. It's going to be fucking awesome. Just check it out. He does all the video side of everything. I do all the music audio side and he does all the video designs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a nice mesh. Yeah, he's been he's been actually killing it with like learning more on the audio side Um, stuff like, you know, we kind of cross like. Those are like kind of our primary things, but at the same time, he's learned some things. I've opened my ear more, um, which is crazy because my dad is a fucking producer and I never used to have my ear open. Like when you're listening to a song, you're li- you can we can listen to songs now and actually hear beyond just the lyrics, the drums, a chime, a fucking all the just the different elements kind of pick it apart as it's playing, which is really cool. Um, kind of just strain your ear, but he still kind of does it more. <laughs> Yeah. He used to think he was tone deaf. Yeah. <laughs> I know, he asked me that. I was like, nah, dude. I just don't fucking... I'm not training myself to do it. Right, people listen to just different elements. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, like, fucker. Like, I, yeah, you asked me that question. I was like, nah, man. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, but, and also, vice versa, you know, from the, the marketing standpoint, like social media and videos, you know, he's been understanding more, like, doing different, under, like, elements and stuff. But, you know. We got. We all have our strong suits, and yeah, why not? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand that <laughs> wholeheartedly. And as a solo guy, I'm having to do all of it, and it sucks, man. But mm-hmm. I keep thinking about going down to Trident Tech or something, and just trying to get some some student that just wants to intern and that's in audio and video, you know, f- for a degree or something. We want to do that too. Yeah, we've yeah. been thinking about it because it's well, solo. That's fucking hard as fuck. But like, we think it's fucking hard just two of us but it's actually it's having two two or more people something about it you have a leg up just like working together you, you to other people you have that collaborative um feel and whatnot like it, it's been really helpful because doing this by ourselves i mean i i'm just, I, I know josh could probably do it by himself but well, i was the, doing it by myself but i didn't do any of the whole promotion stuff i was just like here's my album yeah, yeah, that was, that was that's the one aspect check I it out. brought the table. Is like, you know what? We want we want to be rock stars. Just fucking be rock stars. Yeah, like we're going. To, I'm gonna make, make I'm gonna make this motherfucker a rock star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but it takes a lot of effort. There's a lot of pieces to that puzzle. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you said, the PR part of it, the audio, the video, the mm-hmm. um, the social media aspect, the mm-hmm. the getting out, shaking hands, playing the shows. You know, it's it's a whole big Dude, ball of wax. You got to do just, all of it it's to not be just successful. Fun and games, like, yeah. It is enjoyable, but yeah. Yeah. In order to be a musician, you got to be a person of the people. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes you just got to get out in the middle of the interstate and, and play some tunes, right? Yeah. Good segue. Yeah. Good fucking segue. Right. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. Get everybody out. So uh, let's talk about that. What happened there? What was going on on the interstate to begin with that 
the traffic was stopped that badly. I think somebody ran into one of those, uh, you know, get over signs, <laughs> so and didn't they get didn't over. get over. Oh yeah, and then just hit it. I don't yeah. know. I'm laughing. I'm sorry. Those like I'd... pieces of the thing, the sign or whatever, all over the place. Oh yeah. But I, when we ended up driving by, that was the cars or whatever were gone. But yeah. Yeah, we were completely, like, dead stopped. Right. And this was nighttime, right? I yeah. Think I saw it was, it was like, was midnight. Oh, really? We were there until yeah. probably 1 o'clock. No, it was, like, 1 o'clock. I think already, like, 1 or something. Was it? It was, like, midnight. midnight. Yeah. We were there for, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. It was a good time. Right. That that actually whole week was an experience. But, um, yeah, we were, we played, we went down to play an open mic at Tommy Condon's, yeah. um, which they've been great to us, too. Every time we show up, they're, they're, they've been digging the music. Um and we're stopped there. Not even. It was I twenty six. Five minutes, maybe ten minutes. We sat there. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, well, we're gonna fucking be here for a while. And anybody that knows me, even though I do talk a lot, I was, I'm sure y'all could tell. <laughs> I do talk a lot. I'm also a man of action and not many words at the same time. So I just fucking got out of my car, didn't say a damn word, went to the trunk. Got his guitar, just grabbed it, climbed on my roof. My little thing, uh, the sunroof was open. Looked down. I was like, "Yo, dude, you enjoy me?" <laughs> and he didn't say anything either. Fuck he yeah! Just, he just climbed through my sunroof, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we just started jamming right there. Yeah. Well, listen until the cop drove by and was like, "Get back in your cars." And we oh, were really? Like, no. And he was like, "Fifteen hundred dollar fine." We're like. We're getting back in our car. <laughs> yeah. And then he left, and we were like, all right, we can get back out and play again. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, man, I mean, we're not going anywhere. He's not anywhere. coming back. Like, <laughs> we're not going anywhere for like an hour. But at that time, at that same time, a woman out of nowhere fucking came up with her son, who turned out to be blind. Um, I believe his name, uh, Levi? No. Yeah, yeah Levi. Levi. And they were enjoying the tunes. It, it was surreal, man. I know you said like on the last podcast, like it, it may, you're joking around. Maybe it, it was staged. Yeah. I could see that being staged. But our friend, our good friend Heather, she was with us. She was asleep in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was also really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she yeah. missed the whole party. Some some other. It was another girl was recording it from her car and putting it on social media and everything. Very nice. And it was cool. Yeah, that was a that was a very cool sentiment, man. Like we got to do it. Like being in that moment was really cool. But I woke up that morning and I saw this thing tagged for the Noisy Boys. I was like, oh, what's this about? I read it. I was like, that is unbelievable. That and the, like one of the last uh, lines in her post was saying, you know, this is what it. This is what matters. This is what it's all about. Um, Shaniqua McCants. She's also a um, really good. Another artist, really good soulful singer. We just met on that highway, but. I was like, I was really moved by it. And, you know, from there, and then you got on top of it. And then, like, it was just a really cool fucking week. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was wholesome. Wholesome was the word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, our buddy. Took um, him, like, four days to figure out that word. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I, this feels like something, but I can't figure out what it is. Yeah, I kept going, man, this is an extraordinary moment. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. And our buddy uh, Aaron just comes in. He's like, yo, dude, that was a really wholesome experience you had. And I was like, that's the word. Ah. I was like, that's the fucking word I'm looking for, wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome, man. That yeah. sounded like a fantastic time. Yeah, it, it was really I cool. mean, you could do that pretty much every day of the week around here with the traffic. I mean, yeah, yeah. we would love to stop traffic. Oh, yeah. Every morning at 7? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> on the way downtown. Yeah, yeah, we that's why I gave up the corporate world, man. We might need to find a way to do that. 
yeah. somewhere. Just set up like a little little area. Set where up people... a Google tracker that tells us when there's like super huge accidents just go to and it. everybody stopped <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for like hours on end. Oh, we need to go there. How are we going to get through the traffic? Oh, jump the fence. No, nah, we just we go to like find the traffic and go to uh, just go to like a corner spot. Ash, dude, Ashley Phosphate. Looking for traffic. Ashley Phosphate. Seriously, you know Ashley Phosphate, right? Oh, I grew up. There's on a good Ashley name Fosfate. for it. Looking for traffic. Looking for traffic. <laughs> yeah, looking for traffic. Looking for no. Looking for traffic jams. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Jams. traffic jam, just traffic jam. <laughs> Yo, we're always like thinking of shit. Yeah. Like we're just like, oh, and he'll say some shit. Like real, he's fucking punny as fuck. Well, that was <laughs> the word I used when I tagged you guys was the traffic jam, and I, that's the same way I meant it was. Yeah, yeah. jamming and traffic, dude. Traffic jams. Cool. We just go to the corner of Ashley Phosphate in the interstate because no one's ever gonna get out of there alive, and we're just gonna start. <laughs> jam- we're just gonna start jamming. And Matt's right around the corner. He'll love it. He'll yeah. get off work and see. Bunch of fucking hobos. Just <laughs> fucking chilling. Nothing wrong with being a hobo. I'm not. It's a good time. It is good. No bills. You're good. Play music. Fuck it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep looking at his uh, his thing up here, man. It's still off the charts. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I get really excited, yeah. man. <laughs> as long as they don't touch the top and bottom, we're good. Nah, we're, yeah. good. we're good. We're good, man. I get excited about so, this, man. So compression's all about. I know what that is now. <laughs> yeah. I'm a passionate dude, man. When I, get, when I feel something, I'm excited. I'm like, fuck it. All in. So, yeah, like, what do you guys do in your spare time when you're not playing music when you're not doing uh whatever in the studio? What do you do for fun? Um, decompress, uh, jump out of airplanes. That's what I'm actually. I'm leaving on Thursday. I'm going to stay up at uh my drop zone in uh, Andrew, South Carolina. Okay, and you're gonna go do some skydiving and stuff. That mm-hmm. or we just get in the RV and drive somewhere. And I mean, it's still kind of business, but. We drive somewhere and just like one of our favorite places is to go to Asheville and just go walk around on the street yeah. playing play play guitar and sing and stuff, but not even actual like business purpose. We just walk from bar to bar, play a couple songs, go in the bar and drink, and then go to the next bar, play a couple songs, drink there. Yeah, our last experience there it's was kind of like gypsy musicians. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. actually really fucking cool. You the turn first... it into not work. You turn it into we're just hanging out and then we also play music. So. Right, a guy. uh same, the first time we did that, a guy, we were passing a dude, and he goes, we're singing What the Cat Dragged In, and um, he goes, hey, and we both turn around, like, what's up? He's like, y'all gonna, y'all gonna play me some music? We're like, absolutely, we're in the middle of this song right now. So yeah. we turned around, we just, we started playing with him, and then uh, he had a tip bucket on his guitar uh, case, and he That's tipped funny. us, it was really fucking cool, and then literally we walked like two blocks and we're in this big intersection, and a bridal party like came up, and they were jamming. We got video, fo- we got a whole video footage of that str- um, of that trip, and it's on like Instagram and stuff. Bridal but, parties always make for yeah. the best stories for all of our adventures. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they were. They were. They were oh, he <laughs> the one in Surf City. Oh God, Surf City that was funny. But that yeah. one, you remixed Diamond Rings, one of your hey, songs. Yeah, yeah. She was blown on a dick whistle. Dick whistle. The, yeah. the yeah. Diamond Rings, the dick whistle remix. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I like to do a lot of all like on the fly, making up random stupid shit in the middle of my songs, yeah. and it just yeah. turns into. But they were cool. A remix. <laughs> actually, I actually keep up with uh, one of them. Real, real sweet girl. Um, but that was a cool fucking experience, man. That's the fun thing about. The whole music aspect is you can turn it into, it can be a job, but then it could also be like your downtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, 
when you stop focusing on the, the job part of it, and then you just start, you know, doing going back to the fun part of it. Right. And sometimes it's practice even, right? I mean, when, yeah. when you're out, yeah. you know, you got two, three people listening to you, you're just yeah. working on some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that one thing is, you know, you know, we're, we're doing and we'll never stop doing what we need to do. But, you know, eventually we, it might be nice to get a, a different manager than ourselves or a promoter or something like that. So, like, just to help out that, that sees the vision, not to just fucking come in here and try to, you know, hop on the money scheme. Like, Make it yo. stick to a genre. Yeah, no, nah, like, you know, we're in it. That's another thing about, you know, doing it all ourselves. We're independent. Like, we're doing this all out of pocket. We don't have a label. We are our own label. Like, we, we're going to do what we want to do. Just fucking support it and help us. And we'll, we'll support you back. Like, you know, we, we fucking love people. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. So to find somebody with without their own agenda is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They will jump on your train and. But even at the same time, you know, that person's going to, you know, probably have some dreams or aspirations, or whatever. And I'm all big like, yo, dude, go like do your thing, like the full circle thing. Like, you know, you're going to help us out. <clears throat> Most likely going to help you out. Like that, yeah. that big thing. It's not a lot of people think it's a selfish career. And it takes it takes some selfishness to realize what the, what the fuck we're doing but it really at the end of the day like you know like you said earlier what you gotta be a man of the people yeah like we're in inter- you know we're entertaining people like it's it's a little like give and take yeah so so you know i know you said we mentioned bmi and ascap and things like that and, and the monetary aspect of things um getting your music out there you're not just doing this for free um where do you think the music industry is going right now? I mean, are you looking to doing albums? Do you think that's where the money is um, anymore? Or do you have to get out and just play live shows? I mean, I guess what I'm saying, where do you guys see yourself going? What direction are you going to, are you going to be recording artists? Or are you going to be touring artists? Is there a difference? Are they the same thing? Do you um, do both? I think it's, it's never going to go away from live music yeah. and studio. Um, because live music is where where most musicians make their money. Because streaming and everything, you don't really make too much money unless you're like you get a fuck ton of streams, yeah, and everything like that. And like people don't really buy music and download anymore. Everyone's streaming everything, so it's you can make some money off of it, <clears throat> but at the same time, so it, we're kind of trying to do both either way. I mean, well, let me ask you this because I don't know I don't know how this whole thing works, but you know I, I pay for an iTunes subscription, you know, a yeah. monthly subscription or whatever. I pay for Spotify. Where does that money go? Did the artists get yeah. any of that money? So it's I spent like a, a first year or two fucking trying to figure all this stuff out. It's divvied out. So any subscription, but even Netflix, like anything like that, it's all divvied out. And then there's they're broken down. Um, it's broken out as like percentage uh like a um, like a tier kind of thing like um i think the example was used like taylor swift's the the biggest art or whatever so she's gonna get i think the biggest chunk of the pie mm. and then the art then then it divvies down from there um if that makes any sense like yeah, we all we all get a portion down. we all get a portion of it that comes from the streaming aspect um yeah like a percentage of a percentage yeah so yeah. it's we this is why we for, we tell people like it's very important they stream our music because we do get paid for it. We don't get a lot. We get like a tenth of 
a fucking penny or something like but that. But the more it streams, the more exactly. you go up the ladder. Exactly. The more we go up yeah. the ladder, the more we can continue making music and we can continue playing and stuff. Um, I personally, big advocate, like, I, I really... I hate social media. <laughs> However, I know the advantages of the internet and stuff yeah, like that. It's necessary evil. Necessary mm-hmm. evil. And so I'm big on the internet. Like, it's a very, like, we utilize it. We, we have six people in this house, right? I'm always preaching, like, dude, all you have to do is share. Don't just like. Don't just comment. Share stuff. Yeah. Show that you're engaged. Like, social media and stuff, it is a powerful thing. Um, but if you, if we do those mechanisms, there are people, actually, that do live off of, like, streams and stuff. Um, but we don't want to also just go into that. We want to do like the live music because you know it's fun too. We get to we mm-hmm. just played what? What did we play last night? Um, Crab Shack. Oh, Crab Shack, Folly Beach. Yeah, Crab Shack, Folly yeah. Beach. First time ever there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's a cool venue. Yeah, yeah. We, again, we grew up in our life, and we there's so much we still are finding out. Yeah. Um, but those are cool. Uh, bridal, not barter party. Um, marriage. Um. Party. Wedding, wedding party, wedding, wedding party. party. <laughs> yeah, uh, they showed up. They digged it. Um, so, like the lot, there's nothing like human interaction. Like you know, the music. Some of, some of our stuff is going to be strictly studio stuff. Yeah, we have because uh, it's one of the things that we're not really trying to stay as a genre. Um, we're kind of just doing like if something happens, we're going to do it. Like leaning way left, like rap style, or leaning way left, like something like heavy metal like more towards like the heavier Linkin Park stuff we're gonna do that too yeah so some of the things maybe in the future whenever we get like you know other band like band members to play with us then we're gonna do some of those stuff live but it's kind of a balance on instead of trying to write everything expecting to play it we're just gonna write everything and then figure out how to play it well it also allows it also allows people who do discover us through like playing live, like oh, and I think you use this analogy all the time. Like oh, you look them up and like oh, you also did this song and that song. Yeah, and uh, it's like oh, he can do more than just like this genre. So like right now mm-hmm. we do a lot of the the rock rap kind of um, live stuff, but the singles that we have out um, under like under my artist name and stuff are like more the hip hop stuff, which we haven't done. We we actually had an Instagram follower. Um, ask if we were ever going to play uh broken home or how hard i play live um which we will uh, it's just they're different type of songs to play live um and we just haven't gotten around to it yet right so yeah. <clears throat> definitely want to be alive yeah. though half the stuff a lot of times when we write our songs we're writing it with the mindset of the crowd mm-hmm. so that's definitely. what we're mostly ready for was like when we started out um, like having a dream is one thing, but you know, being expecting that you're further than you are is another. Like whenever we first started out, one of the things that he would always do was he was all the way up here, like oh we're you know planning to be on a huge stage and stuff like that. And I'm like, we need to get on a stage first before yeah. we worry about the big stage. Yeah. And now we're kind of where somewhere in the middle where it's like both of us are just like planning everything to be on a medium sized stage and then we'll just like fluctuate from there instead of like because that was when we were playing cafes and everything. And I was the one pulling us back to be like, well, we don't need to be this big at a cafe. Yeah. Which, you know, you, so, you stress yourself out trying to be this huge stage band coming to right, a cafe you gotta, playing. Got to play it to the room. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. we, yeah. That's I'm the cool always, part. That's the cool thing about our dynamic because yeah. it's like a, you know, give I'm and take. I'm always the one that I, I'm always like, yo, fuck it. We're gonna, we're gonna just, we're gonna fucking push right. people. Balls to the wall. Well, let's balls do it. to the wall. Like, you know, and it's something because I mean, when I was younger, like anybody, you have insecurities and stuff, and that's a big thing I push myself to. Like, literally, even growing out my hair, like. I used to have, like, a thing because of that. My dad forced me to grow out my hair and stuff like that. And it gave me, like, insecurities. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Like, this isn't about what other people think and stuff like that. So I'm always pushing myself to be past those fears. And that's kind of why I'm always balls to the wall. And um, playing playing to the, the crowds. Yeah. I mean, we could do it, though. I mean, we're fucking, we're fucking doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I had another point, but. <laughs> that's like when we played we played at homegrown uh the other night and nobody was there we were like we can curse now right because yeah. <laughs> you know they're, they're not all, like a huge about profanity and everything but oh, yeah. that was and some point. of our songs we i mean we tend to write them with like this is what we're gonna say we're not trying to censor anything this is what comes yeah. out of our brain that that was actually the point i was gonna make is we don't want to get stuck in again the cover music or the the limitations of like, oh, they only play nice songs. However, like you've said also, is we do play to the room. Like, we have a song that goes, fuck you, like right into your fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> like, really into your face. But, you know, yeah. we're a little. We just won't play it. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to compromise yourself. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to uh, bend to other people's needs, I guess, is a mm-hmm. different thing than playing to the room and seeing what. Type of crowd is there. You know, yeah. like you said, you got some kids. Homegrown is a family friendly place, so yeah. sometimes there's some kids in there. And yeah, yeah. As soon as they walk out the door, then you you turn exactly. it back up. But, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're pretty conscious of that. I'm the one. I always kind of push things. I always try to push things. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, why the fuck are we doing this right now? Let's <laughs> fucking go. Fucking fuck it. Fuck that's, it. A, that's another reason why like we wanted to stop doing those kind of shows. We wanted to do shows where we can. Like they want you to be whatever band you are, yeah, yeah. and that's what we're trying to get more into, right? And and that's what the listening room is going to be. You know, it, yeah, uh, people are there specifically to see you. They mm-hmm. know what you do, or or they have an expectation of what you do, and you don't have to be anybody else but yourself when you yeah. come in there. Yeah. You know, you don't have to play to to the room. I mean, you yeah, you play you did play, play. Man. yeah, fucking right. What time are we looking at right now? Do we know? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I've, I've just been enjoying this fucking conversation. Uh, it's eight forty-seven, eight fifty. So they started probably what seven thirty. Are you able to change the time? It's at least an hour in, at least. Right? Yeah, change the time. Uh, the menu dropped down. Two hours. Two hours. Is that two hours? Wait, what'd you Is that right? But we also had like thirty minutes of me just recording, anyways. Remember? Right. Uh, yeah, not maybe not thirty minutes, time. but like twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm just trying to think in my head, camera wise, you know, what everything's all set up to do. Whatever oh, you guys want to, I think, sure. start doing some music, or if we got some more topics we want to talk about. Uh, yours is still on. So, oh yeah, we're supposed to play songs, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of got lost in the awesome <laughs> yeah, fucking conversation. Trying, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything I missed. Uh, oh, I mean, we uh, we also got to play with my dad. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. First time rocking stage with your pops. Is that was that was you talking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That was really cool. So, like, again, why that week was so, 
I mean, that was the same week we did the interstate thing. Yeah. Oh, that's just recent. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was the interstate <laughs> thing. And then, like, you you also promoting it was awesome. Like, people have been loving that, by the way. Like, you've been helping us out really well. Um, yeah. And then people are looking forward to this podcast. And then we went to Montrose. Um, you know where Montrose is? Oh, yeah, I was here last night. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, Ross Bond uh, uh, play some blues up there last oh, really? night. Oh, yeah. really? Nice. Was it good? Oh, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, Ross Bond is amazing. We're yeah. not... Ross Bongi. No. Ross Bond. Bon. Okay. B-O-N. Yeah. Um, but my dad was playing with, uh, he was playing as Return of the Mac. Uh, that's kind of his, I think, main gig uh, with Chris Dotson. And uh, we just, he told me, and we just rolled up there just, just to watch for a little bit, me, him, our buddy T-Dog. Um, and my dad looked at me and was like, y'all want to do, y'all want to hop on real quick? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we're like, Absolutely, because my you know my dad's kind of made made a name for himself around town. I, I've always respected what he's done. Like he's worked his ass off. I mean, I've got several other sisters. You know, we have a big family and whatnot. But he does his damnedest to to support the family with uh with doing the music business too. And we're like, fuck yeah! So we hopped up there, and it was just really cool. Impromptu. They never heard the songs before, but. That's how you know real fucking musicians. Him and uh, Woody Woodcock, a bassist, have that dude. He slaps some bass, um, <laughs> and he gets into it. And uh, they never heard it. And we just we did one of our shot, uh, one of our songs, "Shot Girls," um, which we actually, and we did another one, "Rock and Soul," kind of get people going, and people loved it. That soon was as, great. As soon as as soon as you open your mouth, <laughs> then, wait, 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 this one's for ladies. And everyone was like, yeah, 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 it's a good time. Um, but yeah, that was just a really cool experience. So like, you you just pile all that on within a week's time. I was just like, wow, what a what a cool fucking week. Yeah, and that's cool things with musicians, man. I, I I don't see how you guys do it, but most people can just go up and jam with anybody else. I mean, like you said, it's like what four chords, five chords, or yeah. something. What's the so as long as you know the chord and the key that, that things are in. I mean. People get up there and just jam. Feel it out. And it's, it's amazing. It amazes me when I see, you know, like last night, Fleming Moore was playing at uh, Wine and Tapas, and he always has people just kind of join him and sit in with him, play the harmonica, guitar, rhythm guitar, bass, percussion, whatever, and people just seamlessly mm-hmm. pick it up. I don't see how how that works. But. We went to a place in Charlotte called, uh, was it Smoky? Smoky Ooh, Joe's? Smoky Joe's, oh, yeah. Instead of an open yeah, mic, it was joint. like an open stage. And they had house band. House band played, and then they're like, "All right." And then somebody would come up, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I need a drummer and a bassist." And then either one of the house band guys would come up, or somebody random in the crowd that played drums or bass would come up and play. Yeah. And we got our chance up there, and like we just got a random bassist and a random drummer, and played I think like three or four of our songs. That's awesome. And we got off, and everybody was like, "Oh, y'all's band sounds great." And we were like, "We don't even know these guys." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was. Um, it might have been Jimmy Fallon, but one of the one of the Tonight Show or Late Night Show guys used to do a segment like that where they would pull a guitarist, a drummer, and a singer out of the audience and really? put them in the back room, tell them to come up with a song, and they would come out and perform it. And they, it was That's like crazy. a battle of the bands type thing. That's cool. But people had never dope. played together. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. I yeah. think it was Jimmy Fallon. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah he does a lot of music stuff. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Oh, hey, Scott. Dog. Hey. Yeah, this is Sky. Studio dog. <laughs> she just yeah, comes and goes. I got a podcast dog as well. Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. the queen of the castle. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Sky? Um, well, want to play some tunes? Yeah. What do yeah. we think? Yeah, sure. Yeah.
Um, what's up, buddy? You're on the show. You're famous. You're famous. Check, check. Toot you out. Like I said, this thing was originally kind of about craft beer and breweries and things, but it's kind of turned into a, a music podcast, really. Yeah. But Local stuff. Yeah. We can get back on talking some beers. But really, the moniker is interesting, influential, and fun people from around town. So yeah. I think you guys probably fit all three of those. Check, 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 check. You got the... What's up, buddy? Hmm? Hey, you, got the, you got the metronome going this whole time? Do I? Oh, yeah, you don't need up. No. Oh, sorry, I just peeked there because I was like right up in that mic. We're gonna play some music. What do you Sky. play? What do you play? The bone. Do you play anything? <laughs> what? Oh, uh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> We're also looking to do like you know not just regular gigs, but we'll fucking do college gigs. We'll do anything like that too. Because um, I know we bring like a kind of a high energy sometimes, and we'll just. We'll fucking do that too. Like we're open to doing all those. Just right. Whatever. Just, Is that my beer? So you just yeah, want to play? Yeah. I just want to fucking play. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. I, well, we want to get paid too, but you know, we sure. get some beer <laughs> and stuff. But right now, like you said earlier, we want to, we got to nice. get that publicity and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> uh, <coughs> right. what do you know, um, and groovy and then we'll do shot girls. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> Do you write most things acoustically? Yeah, yeah, usually. Unplugged. Usually we're like drunk and then I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, yo, oh, let's go yeah. riff. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, on the other day. Oh, man, yeah. We're, we're not going to talk about it right now, but when we got back from the Montrose thing with my dad, we were fucking, we were jazzed up and he was he was like, yo, we got to write a song. And came he started up with a new came, song. Came up with a new idea for something that's going to mm-hmm. be. We got, we were in that energy space of like, yeah. people want to, People want to dance, and we're like, we're gonna fucking, we're gonna make this awesome song. So right. we're working on something new. <laughs> and where was that at Montreux? The, the front, the middle, or the or the back? Outside? Oh, that was the middle. Middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that um, little middle spot. Yeah. <clears throat> bump the bass. Bump the bump. Right. This song gets a little uh, rude and groovy. And groovy. <laughs> <laughs> it's called rude and groovy. Just you know, so everybody knows. Just so you're not confused. <laughs> Excited to see all you dumb dudes and bitches fighting the reason to rhyme and like I'm out of time and even though you know you don't need to be lying so put them in gear, raise your beers and let them know those are boys are here.
try to stop me You thought it was done, but we just begun Bring the guns out, sun's out, all the fun's out In town now, where we all throw down the groovy tunes Pumping up the sound loud, violence mounts around We the baddest crowds full of bitches who wanna rub a dub Shove love on us, if that's your girl, you better lock her up Cause you can't trust them and you can't trust us so we like to fuck on the bus, in the club, anywhere we want Straight vibe blind, all your dimes with your rhyming line Showing the best times of their life Why you the wrong and we're the right Always turn our heads but never left behind The tale of a feather who treasures the pleasure of dirty love And all its adventures now I'm all up in your face And you ain't got shit to say Cause this is our face And we ain't gonna change Cause we are here to stay So the power to be stopping the feet Coming at you by <laughs> that's pretty much how that song came around. That song was interesting how yeah. it came up. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Uh, Somebody made a joke. His brother was in the kitchen uh, cooking or something, and he said something like, that sound, we're in the studio downstairs, and he's like, that sounds rude. He said something that. That sounds real groovy or something like that. He didn't that. say groovy or something. He said, he didn't say something around <laughs> that. I just misinterpreted it. Okay. And I was like, you said groovy? Rude or something like that. I was like, "Hey, this is cool. This is right about song about rude and groovy." And then, bam, that's yeah. what we did. Yeah. I was like, "You, you take the groovy part. I'll be, rude. I'll be rude as fuck. I don't care." I'll be rude. And it meshed well. So, where so. is that in the hierarchy of songs? I mean, as far as what you've written, or that's what how, how old it is, new it is. Oh. Is that, is that middle? Makes sense. It's middle in the newness, and yeah. it's yeah. Up there in the one of the favorites. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was definitely one of our favorites. Like it's, it's one of my favorites on his part. Yeah, for sure. Because I love the lyrics to it. Yeah, yeah, it definitely gets. Fun. Yeah, it's, it's this got like a great flow. Yeah, and the tempo kind of changes when we play live. We usually get a little bit faster, and it gets a little more fun. Yeah, and then originally I wanted to take it into more like a heavier kind of thing, but it's kind of fun to do it as like a groovy, slow groovy. H- hence thing. the name. <laughs> yeah, the whole crowd would be stomping their feet. Yeah. Yeah, like th- during that part and stuff, it it, it it starts off more the the groovy aspect, but you know, with the rest of the instruments on the track and stuff, it, it kind of build. It, this is like roller coaster a little bit. Yeah. Um. But it's, but it still keeps yeah. you keeps you on the ride. Yeah. So real quick before the next one, so I, yeah. I know you've mentioned Lincoln Park a couple times, and yeah. I have too. But 
who is your who's your idols? Who do you em- like to emulate, or do you emulate anybody? Or are you just yourself? I mean, um, and I'll ask you the same yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously from the rap aspect, um, Eminem. He's yeah. a huge for most. I think hip hop art. Actually, that's probably an incorrect statement, but Eminem definitely is a big big guy. I grew up on. Um, but as far as emulation, um. I th- like to think I have my own thing. Um, I definitely try to strive when it's my personal stuff, solo stuff, a little more aggressive stuff. I'd write a lot of more emotional things um, and try to get that aggression. So that emulation, I guess, off of Eminem or um, another artist named NF, um, he's emotional. But when it, it really, when we're doing anything together, it's, I mean, it, I feel like it's my, my own vibe. Um, but other artists' influences, um, not just rap though. Uh, I love Three Days Grace, um, fucking um, Thousand Foot Crutch. Um, a lot of rock influences too. But I mean, you know, he's he showed me Gary Clark Jr. I think my oh, buddy yeah. Matt used to show me Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, um, download his new album. Yeah, yeah, so good. That stuff. Um, Revolution. That's more of like a reggae thing. Um, a lot of just a very eclectic kind of. I like I like the word eclectic. Very eclectic <clears throat> taste in music. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah. Uh, Beartooth. That's actually I just yeah. I love some hardcore <laughs> shit. Hardcore shit too. Yeah. Like just all over the fucking place. So a lot of underground hip hop though. So okay. So yeah, a lot of my stuff came from. Uh, so I I started learning guitar because my mom and like my family, my mom and my uncle were the only two that really played music in my family. But she used to play like Matchbox Twenty, and uh, like a lot of that '90s alternative rock stuff. Sure. So that's what my first album is more like Matchbox Twenty. But then. Uh, Shine Down is like one of my all-time favorite artists. Yeah, I can and, see that. Uh, we uh, so whenever I go for my vocals, it's like creating my music. <clears throat> it started out as like Matchbox Twenty, and then like listening to like Shine Down and stuff like that. I kind of like tried to meet somewhere in the middle. Um, like a lot of stuff that I usually get is like Eddie Vedder vocals, just because I I don't like to say that I can sing. <clears throat> I like to say that I yell because yeah. I like it's a lot easier to just yell than it is to sing. Yeah. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of my stuff, I like to go towards that, like Shine Down or uh, Blackstone Cherry mm. is like oh, the yeah. band that I'm really focusing for for my personal stuff, my personal album, and uh, Shaman's Harvest. Yeah, they're great like, bands. Yeah, yeah. The, what I've come to learn is it's like Southern rock is what it's kind of kind of labeled as. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I get Chris Daltrey a lot out of it. I, I hear Aaron yeah. Lewis a little bit. I mean. Yeah, but all the other guys you mentioned as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess mm-hmm. it's all generational for the most part, right? I mean, your yeah. influences. Yeah. I mean, some people, you know, your ages might say, oh, I'm a 60s, you know, Led Zeppelin, whatever. But most people, it's generational, I think. Yeah. What yeah. your parents listen to. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. So, all yeah. right. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt the flow, No, no, but... no, no. Those are well, see, that's, actually... that's the funny part about, like, with our stuff, because I have a tendency to play a lot of, like, funky jazzy kind of stuff like on, on a lot of our songs like uh rock and souls like more of like a funky whatever mm-hmm. but i don't really listen to any of that music i've never listened to that music so it's weird that it just happens hmm. yeah. which is funny which is actually cool because our first time at tommy condon's uh a couple of old friends not our friends but there's just a, some friends back there a couple old guys <clears throat> we started playing that song rock and soul and they got on the table and just started beating along with us and stuff, and it was really fucking cool. Yeah. You know, like, it just got the crowd involved and whatnot. It so. was fun. Um, 
Yeah. I was fucking dope. So like I like to say these are my influences, but then you listen to it and you're like, well, it doesn't sound anything like his influences yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like it's my personal stuff kind of yeah. does, but like Noisy Boy stuff, I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, right. I have no idea. I think that's the cool <laughs> thing about what we're doing though, because he can bring his vibe, I can bring my vibe, and then we we're, we're cross promoting different people that don't necessarily, you know, people have their taste. Most people have their taste, and like I just want to listen to rock or I just want to listen to rap, and I specifically. I like to fucking blend those shits. Like yeah. one of our good friends, he loves listening to like hardcore uh, stuff like Beartooth. Um, Dan, not I don't know if Dance Gavin dances is, is hardcore, but yeah, they're hardcore. They're hardcore. Um, but he listens a lot of hardcore stuff, which and he he loves it. But then, and I'll listen to that. But then I also I'll be like I'll listen to some fucking blues, listen to some fucking jazz, I'll listen to some country. I don't give a fuck. I listen yeah. to rap. Like yeah, I listen to all of it. Yeah, I wanna I wanna mm-hmm. be able, like that's where I think. What we do is fucking dope. Our hardest struggle is whenever we're talking to our mix engineer and he's like, all right, give me a song reference yeah. to reference off of him. And I'm like, I have no idea. Because <laughs> we've got we got another song that's like Cake. You know the band Cake? Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of along the lines of that. But even then, it's not because it's – we just don't know. I'm sure once we release the album, people will be like, oh, you guys sound just like this band and that band. But Or I they mean, I don't won't. See and they'll, they'll just be like, connection. yo, yeah. you sound like Noisy Boys, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. That, I mean, that's but awesome. I mean, a cool reference is nice, too. <clears throat> yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. I mean, I actually, I was really fucking... I don't really like to throw it out there often, but I have people... A few people have said Eminem. And so for me to get that, I'm like, yeah. well, I don't. <laughs> Let me let me just tuck that away because I don't want that to go to my head. Right. <laughs> because he's a fucking amazing lyricist and stuff. Oh, he's um, phenomenal. Like, like it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, stuff like that. It's wild. So, yeah. I mean, you even got what? You even got Shine Down. Someone said Shine oh, yeah, Down. We had a girl that came to cut my hair here, and we showed her my new song True You, and she was like, "Reminds me of the band Shine Down." And I was like, yeah. "No way!" Which, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little surreal yeah. sometimes, but those guys, it would be dope to work with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Shine Down's fucking. They're an amazing band. So there you go, man. One day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, another question. Are we doing this? Shot girls? No, it's good. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You... So this next one uh, is Shot Girls, and we. Uh, what do you think? You want to mention it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the next one, um, we're gonna wait for the Nine to Five magazine um, release to release it then. But we're actually gonna bump things up, and we're gonna be releasing this. Um, for St. Patrick's weekend. So March 15th, 15th, March 15th. That's Friday. Oh, St. Patrick's. Well, yeah, that's when we're releasing it. Yeah, that's when we're releasing it. So, you know, get your shots ready. And I hope you guys all enjoy the song. We're gonna, and this is Shotgos. So. <laughs> So ladies, work with dancers You come to save me with all the answers Short scouts and they say They call you baby doll I want the shot girl Not the one up on the pole Rocking out with the boys, making all kinds of noise Bringing those vibes, make you feel alive every night So grab your girls and bring it down Days like no one else around Leave your cares in the past Cause this is the way you shake that ass to the beat Nowhere else you wanna be When you're having this much fun Every single day of the week So grab your glass and throw it back But don't forget to tip your hats To the bartenders and the motherfuckers in the band Shots for me, then it's all that I need I'm spinning around the dance floor All the canastles, are you gonna be? 
song I heard from you guys actually if I remember right yeah, yeah when I first met Over you guys that one's fun yeah that one's yeah, awesome. real fun Shock Girls baby Shock Girls yeah and that's uh, March 15th that'll March be out 15th. Um, that'll actually be our first Noisy Boys single yes that was a, yeah first first Noisy Boys single um, Shock Girl or Girls Girls, girls. yeah all girls girls S plural yeah. all of the Shock Girls we need more than one yeah to bring them <laughs> So, Always, March. real, real fun stuff. Um, cool, man. Yep, that's the first single off of the Noisy Boys album. That's awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys having me in the studio, man. This yeah. is fucking thanks phenomenal. for coming coming Great through space. and doing it. Mm. And uh, we're gonna see you guys on March seventh. You're gonna come out tomorrow night to the uh, Route sixty six. I know this will be in the in the past by the time this comes you're out. Gonna, you're gonna prep for your trip, right? Yeah. I think or something. Oh, we got a. Uh, Buddy's uh, girlfriend's birthday, so oh, we're gonna yeah. go out and do that. Yeah, nice. yeah. Where's but, that? Uh, Where? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Go and eat somewhere. I don't know. Somewhere downtown. Oh, yeah, so they, it's here local. Oh yeah, 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 not taking a trip. No, 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 yeah. no, I, think he, I am on, on Thursday. I'm leaving. That's where I'm going to skydiving for a week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you done that before? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, certified. Not court? licensed, but no, no, no he, he I just did it afterwards. Okay, so I'm certified. I'm not licensed yet. And that's what I'm trying to finish in my license. He knows how to scoop dive this week. Motherfucking man of all dives. talents. It's yeah. gotta have. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna be a SEAL, I would see uh, <laughs> see you doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've done tandem jumping. That's about it. I want I'll yeah. I'll get my I'll get the certification eventually. It just wasn't a priority for me. But I fucking do want to do it. Cause skydiving. Uh-huh. Have you done skydiving? No. Oh, it's amazing. Shit. I always wanted to, man, and then I I got to a point where I said I don't really want to anymore. Ah, <laughs> Nothing not wrong with that. It's plenty of time. Yeah. Ziplining? Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. Zip oh, dude, ziplining is fucking yeah. amazing. Love it. Bungee jumping. I haven't done I haven't that. done bungee yet. I no, I guess I, I've kind of done bungee. You know, those things that like six legs or whatever, they take you up three, uh, 400 yeah. feet in the air. Yeah. 
hit your rip cord and it just swings you out and whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done a thing called a slingshot where it Does swings it, you yeah. up in the air. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Kind of bungee, I guess, but oh, yeah. you bounce, bounce around for a little while. I just want nice. to jump off of a cliff. Yeah. And then I've be like, oh, diving. I'm attached to something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Hey, we love all that shit. Roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Where'd you do cliff diving? Because I'm trying uh, to find Hawaii. A... Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. can't go there. <laughs> Not yet. We will, though. <laughs> well, fucking, we're going everywhere. Bitches. Not having a job is nice until you want to do something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I say we wrap this thing up, man. What are we at? Yeah. Are we at two forty-five? Two forty-five. Yeah. yeah. Minus like twenty minutes of like just yeah. roll time. Yeah. yeah we'll, I've got a the bullshit here and there, but got quite the job to do tomorrow. Probably one of the longest, <laughs> one of the longest ones I've done in a long time. Well, hey, it's not on your plate. Yeah. Fuck He's you. the one that took the reins exactly. on that. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take care of it. All right. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you do with it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Cool. Cool. I All appreciate right. you guys having me again. It's been fun. Uh, next time, we'll have you come to my studio. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do definitely do that. Yeah. About cool. the time, uh, whenever you're going to drop your album or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Get back together and maybe promote cool. it. Yeah, that would be fucking dope. We want to uh, like to try to get also on Fox 24. We had him on there again, for a yeah. single, but... We'd love to maybe get on that again to help promote that too. And then yeah, through, Fox seems you. to do a lot of music stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, through you cool guys too. That, I mean, that that would be fucking dope. Yeah, as much promotion yeah, yeah. as possible. So. Heck yeah. Cool. Cool, man. Well, thanks yeah. for coming to Noisy Boy Studios. And we got one thing is when we say, what do we do it for? We say the noise. So what do we do it for? For the noise. The noise. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Cool. All right. Well, talk to you soon, guys. Cool. Crap! 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 Crap!